0: If I was playing Survivor, my loved one Poppy would be my mom, and she's watched every season of the show, and she listens to the podcast, which may or may not be offended by this. But she
1: listens to the podcast?
0: She does, she does. But, well she might, she might not be saying ah in a second. I was going to say, if I played Survivor and she was my loved one visit, I don't think I'd cry, and I'm very close to my mom, but it's like, I, I can go, no offense mom, but I can go like 45 days without talking to you, it wouldn't be the end of the world.
1: this episode and joining me as always is Eli Rosenzweig. Eli how you doing?
0: I'm doing great Andrew's still alive baby.
1: I, I don't know how it's been it's been two weeks since we recorded and this one's coming out late uh unfortunately you know life just gets in the way but uh we'll try to make sure uh there's not too many episodes left so uh for this season so we'll make sure that uh we're, we're on time the rest of the way so you'll get another episode Friday uh after uh after tomorrow's uh, actual episode and uh and uh, we'll uh, we'll make sure we we keep this going. Um, Andrea is still alive. How, how how excited are you? Because it's been a, li- a few close calls. Well,
0: this is three episodes in a row that I was pretty fully convinced that before the episode that Andrea was going to be the one to go home. So uh, it's pretty amazing she's been able to survive this long. Uh, once again, I, I do feel like she's in major danger. I did not mean for that to rhyme, but uh, <laughs> it seems like just about everyone in the game wants her out except for Sari, but even Sari, I'm sure at some point, is going to want to cut Andrea loose because she might be worried that Andrea could potentially beat her in the finals. So, um, yeah, I just don't see how Andrea can win this game, honestly.
1: Yeah, I just, I mean, I think if she can get to the end, she's got a real legitimate shot, um, yep. you know, especially after, you know we, you know, we're we we haven't recorded uh, in two episodes we're not gonna go back and talk about you know this Zeke getting kicked off um, you know because it's just been so long at this point uh, but we'll, we'll talk about this last this last week's episode uh, you know she's really been you know a large reason why some of these massive moves have happened uh, I just think she's just too much of a target at this point um, let's before we kind of just jump into this episode, you know, coming into this episode, we had, what, nine people left, Um, is, outside of Andrew, is there anyone standing out to you as kind of a player of the season that has a real legitimate shot at winning?
0: Well, I mean, it's interesting what Sarah's been able to do, I mean, she's pretty much had a hand in everything after the merge, she's pretty much single-handedly made the decision, kind of, who goes home every week, she's pretty much betrayed every single person, so, I mean, that's, it's a dangerous strategy. If if you do, if you have a bitter jury, you're in some deep trouble. But uh, it seems to me that apparently she has a good social game. Everyone seems to trust her, and even after she blind like you know turns her back on the alliance, they they still are willing to go back with her and work together again. So uh, maybe she can keep this going. And she's now she's got what she's got uh, the legacy advantage and a, what a vote steal. So I mean, mm-hmm. she if she if she plays these correctly and Limits the damage on on who she you know screws over in this game. She could potentially win this game.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I think she's got uh, probably the best chance outside of uh, I think Andrew is in there too. But with the, with the two advantages, you know, and we'll talk about the the legacy advantage and how she came to to get that one. I think she definitely has a real shot, and I think this proves um, one of the kind of key tenants. And something that we, uh, that, I, that I believe uh, in terms of these All-Star seasons and something we haven't necessarily talked about in terms of uh, this season so far is the fact that, you know, people really come in with these preconceived notions of how people play, who people are, uh, you know, from watching their previous seasons, and they carry a lot of weight. And I think people are looking at... Uh, at Sarah, as a person who, in her previous season, was extremely loyal and extremely honest. And I think she's using that to her advantage.
0: Yeah, that's, that's totally true. Uh, that's the big thing about returning player seasons. Like you said, uh, your reputation is really hard to overcome. So uh, if you want to play differently than your first time, it could really play to your advantage.
1: And I mean, and, you know, and there's some people who are getting the kind of shit end of the stick on that one. Uh, for instance, Ty, who you know has this reputation of this kind of flip flopper and crazy player, and for the most part hasn't played that way this season. Yeah, you know, I mean he's, he's been pretty loyal. Fun.
0: He he played an idol for someone else.
1: Yeah, and so, uh, but he has this reputation that has preceded him. Um, that has kind of made everybody very leery of him, in the same way Tony was, you know, though Tony kind of made made good on his reputation uh, <laughs> early in the season. So, uh, let's let's jump in and talk about this episode. Um, and uh, do we want to start with let's see? Uh, well, should we touch
0: on uh, I think we should briefly touch on what happened the previous week because that's kind of how the episode started. Uh, I thought it was just so brilliant of uh, Andrea and Sari to have the other side vote for their own, to kind of, like, fracture mm-hmm. that side. Yeah, I mean, it's just so smart because it, fr- like, basically ruins the other side in terms of being able to come back together and overthrow Andrea and Suri. So uh, it made Ty have, like, no allies whatsoever. Uh, it was really clever. I, li- I loved it. It
1: was, and it almost—we almost had, you know, I was telling you before we started recording that—and um, I've been talking about all season that I've been— uh, uh, kind of binge watching all the previous seasons. And so I'm up to season 15, right? Or season 16 right now. I just finished uh, season 15 last night and started uh, the 16th season, which is. 16 uh, is
0: my favorite season of all time. Micronesia?
1: Ever. Yes. guys. Okay, so. Uh, and I've seen it before. I'm pretty sure I've now seen every single season. Uh, oh, sweet. Uh, so, but uh, 15 is the season in which James gets voted out with two idols in his pocket. And we almost saw Ty do it. That's what I'm hoping
0: for, honestly. But I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't don't think... like No one's going to be coming for Ty. Ty's not exactly a big threat in this game. People don't really think he's got a chance to win. He he has a hard time articulating his game moves. And we saw it at the Final Travel Council a couple seasons ago that he just wasn't able to give the reasons why he deserved to win. And that's probably the same case here. So uh, I just don't think anyone's going to be coming for him. He honestly... May not even need to use those idols.
1: He may not, but he can only use them through the top six. And thereafter this episode, you know, uh, there's only eight people left. So he's only got two of the next three tribals that he can use them at. So, I mean, if... And, and I mean, that's literally what happened to James. So, I mean, and and somehow he couldn't figure out that, hey... And he's been such a good uh, challenge threat tie... Uh, as well as James was, it's like, you gotta think, if he doesn't win immunity, he just needs to use it, because there's a chance within the next three immunity challenges that he's going to win a necklace.
0: If he can t- if he ends up telling Michaela now that him and Michaela seem to be close, if he ends up telling Michaela that he's got idols, they could maybe get creative and do some real damage here, because, like I said, Ty's probably not going to be in danger, but he can save someone who would be.
1: And here's the thing, too, and it's something I've been thinking about, you know, and I we we've talked on this show and you know you and i've talked uh, off air and stuff about how i want to be in survivor and here's something you know the one of the things that i've never really seen done um is you know except for i think i think maybe heroes and villains i'm trying to remember exactly how uh that all kind of played out with uh uh uh, was it poverty using the, uh, the multiple necklaces or multiple? Yeah, Sandra emails? and Jerry. This was maybe um, my
0: favorite triple ever. Yes,
1: yeah. but I've never really seen someone win the immunity necklace and then use. Uh... Malcolm did it. Oh, that's
0: right. Malcolm gave it to Reynolds and Eddie, and mm-hmm. and, he, and he yeah he he was safe, and he gave his two idols, and that was one of the, also one of the well, best jobs games. Of- but I mean, here here's
1: here's the difference between that and what I'm talking about. You know, Ty, you know, will, you know, if he's going to use the immunity necklace for or wins the immunity necklace for himself, he'll probably be privy to, to whoever's getting voted for. And I've never seen someone use that information uh, while having the immunity necklace themselves and then and then using the uh, and using the hidden one to save someone else just to knock out someone else. Because, it, you know, if I'm Ty right now and I win an immunity, I'm going to go to the person going to be voted out and be like, hey, listen you need to vote for this person, you know, um, and I'll use the immunity necklace to save you and we'll knock out, you know, we'll knock out Andrea, we'll knock out Sarah, we'll knock out whoever. Um, I I just wish people use that more as a weapon as opposed to a defense mechanism.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I I can't imagine there's been too many opportunities for this. I mean, how often do people towards the end of the game win individual immunity and also have an idol in their pocket? And plus, you know, if you do have an idol in your pocket... You probably want to save it for yourself, for the most part.
1: No, and I understand that. But like you know, I was watching the season in which Earl wins. You know, um, and like there are multiple times where it's like he, you know, there there've been plenty of times where people have not needed to use the hidden immunity um, for themselves, but refuse to give it up. Like they, it's like they want a souvenir or something.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, so that that does bother me as well.
1: So, um, let's talk about uh, let's talk about the you know, some things from this episode, we have the, uh, the loved one visit. Uh, well, we,
0: we gotta go years. One thing we, do, we haven't talked about yet that we need to, that comes before the loved one's visit is, uh, uh Sarah Don Thomas talking to Sarah.
1: Okay. Yeah. We, yeah, that's, I, I couldn't remember exactly where that fell in, but I think you're right. It does fall in the beginning. Um, so yeah, Sarah Don Thomas talks to, talks to, Andrea, she's trying to cozy up to her and she reveals to her that she has you, the legacy advantage. Sarah, you mean not Andrea? I'm sorry, yes, Sarah. Uh, and so she reveals she has the legacy advantage. I but, wish it was Andrea. She was the legacy advantage. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs>
0: um,
1: and she, and, and, you know, one, she makes the critical error of telling her exactly what it is.
0: Yes, yeah, she, she could have made up anything. Right? Like Kind of like what Tony did in Kagayan where he just like, he had the you know, Tyler Perry aisle, but he, like, kind of just made up powers for it. Like, this, exactly what Sarah should have done. There's no reason she should have given her, I mean, Sierra, yeah. Sierra shouldn't have given her the full story about what it was, and she certainly shouldn't have said, Hey, oh, will here, it to you, vote me out, and I'll, this will be yours. <laughs> yeah, because
1: it makes no sense. It's like, hey, I've got this really awesome, amazing advantage, and it's yours if you get rid of me, but please don't, we can use it together like I don't, yeah, I, don't, I don't i don't get i don't get the uh the strat I, I think at some point you know people um you know and similar to james being voted out with two idols i think you're just so tired and so stressed and so hungry um that your brain just isn't fun- functioning right near the end
0: it's also a probably a testament to how well Sarah's playing in terms of her social game. People really seem to trust her, even though she's given reasons for people not to be trusting her. But, mm-hmm. you know, props to Sarah for that. Yeah. Um,
1: and so, yeah, so Sarah at first is like, well, I, you know, maybe maybe Sierra is a good, good uh, um, person to work with because she's got this advantage. And then it clicks for her that, hey, wait, if I it could get be my her, advantage. <laughs> yeah, this becomes my advantage, and I don't need to work with her. Um, and everybody wants to take her out anyways and split up her and Brad. Uh, which is interesting to me because I look at Brad as the better challenge competitor. And everybody seemed to be kind of keying on Sierra. Well, I think
0: they. Ca- it did seem like the main target in this episode was Brad. But when he won the immunity, it was like, okay, well, it's going to have to be Sierra. Yeah. Um, let's talk, let's talk about,
1: uh, the, the family visit. Are you a fan of the family visits?
0: Well, I mean, it, it creates good TV. It's fun to meet who the loved ones are for each person. It's fun to see who wins a challenge and who they piss off by picking people. So I enjoy the loved ones visit. I always just think like, man, these people are crazy. Like, I just feel like if I was playing survivor, my loved one would probably be my mom and she's watched every season of the show. And she listens to the podcast, and she may or may not be offended by she this. She listens
1: but to the podcast.
0: She does. She does. Aww. But well, she might. She might not be saying in a second. <laughs> I was gonna say if I played Survivor and she was my loved one to visit, I don't think I'd cry. And I'm very close to my mom, but it's like I, I can go. No offense, mom, but I can go like 45 days without talking to you. It wouldn't be the end of the world. <laughs> uh... I don't know. I, don't, I like. I get some of them. Like you know, like you know, some people have like kids and. Uh, more emotional type thing. But it's just like, you know, uh, I just don't quite understand why everyone freaks out so much. I guess it's just like, you know, you've been, you're tired, you're hungry, you're not feeling well. You've been isolated from everyone you you know. You you can also never really trust anyone out there. So I get like, it's good to see a friendly face that you can trust. But uh, I just think sometimes when people cry, I'm like, just relax people. Like, it's only been a month. You'll be fine.
1: Um... I'll tell you, because, you know, me and my wife have discussed this. If if for some reason I was ever on Survivor, uh, my my dad, um, and I've got a long, complicated family history, and so uh, my dad is actually, the person I call my dad is not actually, like, you know, biologically my father, um, but he's a huge Survivor fan, has tried out for the show four or five times, um, and uh, has watched since the beginning. Uh, It's one of the reasons I got into the show um was because uh he was so interested in it um and so we've talked uh that uh she thinks i should take him or i should have him come on uh instead of her uh and one i think it would be smart for me because uh i'll tell you if my wife came on and i hadn't seen her in 30 you know 40 something days um i'd lose it i'd absolutely lose it
0: no i get it like you're married and you have kids like that's a big deal like it's I, I totally understand that, but for me personally, like, I, I don't, no. Well, you have no soul. That is factually incorrect, all right?
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, Mrs. Rosenzweig, if you if you came that, on... That's
0: not her last name.
1: Okay, you. well, I'm going to call her that, because that's your last <laughs> name, so. Um, if you came on the show to visit me, I'd cry. <laughs> even though Even though your son wouldn't. Uh, but thanks for listening that's awesome way to, way my, to
0: make me look bad yeah
1: my, my wife doesn't even listen to this show <laughs> uh, so uh, you know let's see I, I don't you know it's been so long since I've watched this episode I'm trying to remember uh, who wins the episode
0: Well it was uh three teams of three it was okay, Andrea right. Brad, Andrea Brad and Aubrey
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, by the way Andrea's mom her name's Linda my mom named Linda even another, yet another reason why me and Andrea need to be together.
1: This, this, uh, I'm, I'm, we're going to talk about this another Although time. Although n- now I'm, that,
0: now that she, Andrea listened to this episode and realizes I don't have a soul, it probably won't happen. Thanks for yeah, that. Yeah,
1: yeah, because why would she come out and visit you if you're not going to cry when that happens? Well, if
0: Andrea was my loved one, I'd, of course I'd cry.
1: Yeah, you'd never stop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh. I'm. I am do not think we necessarily need to get in what happened in in the challenge itself, unless there was something interesting to you.
0: No, no. Brad is just like really good at throwing stuff. Yeah. Even though he was a defensive player in the NFL, he, he could have been a quarterback.
1: I'm. Well, I'm sure he probably was a quarterback in high school and stuff like that. And, yeah, maybe. because um, usually that's where you put your most talented uh player. Uh, but yeah, he's um he he's a, he's a great athlete. Uh, and he he shows up every time, and I think. Unless he wins a lot of challenges in a row, that's going to come back and bite him in the ass uh, pretty hard here, uh, uh, very quickly.
0: Uh, so I, it's I interesting. Hope, another thing I was gonna say: I hope uh, that Suri's son plays Survivor in the future. I think that would. Be, I always thought it would be cool if
1: Suri's if Suri's husband. Played. Oh yeah, I'd be I'd be down for that too. Because he he was he was a what, RJ I believe it was or it was HB HB. Thank you. Um uh he was in a really great character uh when he came on the original season um and and visited uh and visited her so uh i think he would be a great i i he may not want to um but like i always thought like wow that would be such a great pairing in a in a uh blood versus water season
0: no oh, it would be great but uh as much as i love sari I don't think anyone should ever be playing five times. It seems a little ridiculous.
1: <laughs> so, uh, you know,
0: the the cool thing about this
1: this kind of family visit is is the Monica connection and Monica being able to kind of come back on the show. Were you a fan of Monica in her original season?
0: I like it. You just called her like Monica, like yeah, uh... <laughs> yeah, Monica. Sorry. Um, I really liked Monica the first time she played. Mm-hmm. The second time she played, uh, she was a little bit insufferable. Yeah, I would agree. She, with oh, a lot of crying, a lot of referring to herself in the third person, like "Oh my god," she's probably said "Monica" hundred and fifty times. That she's it was, it was brutal. I, I do like I overall I like Monica. I just think she needs to stop saying Monica. But uh, you know, it was, it was probably cool for Brad. Obviously, she gave him advice, and she they realized that Michaela was a, a candidate to flip because she was pissed about who got picked on the on the reward. But uh, whatever.
1: Um. So, uh, you know, they get to uh, they get to eat hot dogs and hamburgers, and uh, it's uh, it's an interesting, um, it's an interesting dynamic. Like I said, w- with Monica, uh, back at the uh, camp, you see Michaela and Ty start to kind of bond a little bit and talk about uh, people who are a little bit disposable within the game so far, uh. What are your thoughts on them possibly teaming up together? Because they're two of, you know, kind of considered the more volatile players of the game.
0: I just don't trust them to make rational moves in this game. I just think they're played too emotional. They can't be trusted from one week to the other. Um, It's an interesting pair. I I, I just don't see them. Honestly, I could see them both making the finals, but based more on, like, just the fact that they're, perceived as goats than as, like... I think they'll just luck their way in there more than they'll earn their way in there. I think Ty will
1: earn his way in. I think... I mean, I think Michaela could earn her way in, but I also think she could... She could easily be considered a goat, which is crazy to me, considering where my thoughts about her were coming into the season, after watching uh, Gen X versus Millennials. Um, uh, I think Ty, if he's going to make it to the finals, it's going to be based on what he's got in his pocket in terms of immunity idols and then winning immunities. Cause I don't think people trust him enough to want to take him to the end. And I don't think he's really done anything this season worth being a goat over.
0: Yeah, I agree. But I, I what percentage chance do you put that um, Ty plays one, one, at least one of his idols correctly the rest of the way? I, I honestly think it's more likely than not that none of his idols get played correctly.
1: Well, it depends on what you define as correct.
0: All right, I mean, like uh, he actually saves himself or uses it to save someone else. I don't think it's going to happen.
1: I I think it's low, but I think if he's smart, he just plays it in. Like I plays it himself. Like I said, uh, you know, he should because, like I said, there, there's only three more immunity uh, or three more uh, three more tribal councils that he can use it in, and he's got two. And so, you know, like I said, he's he's a pretty uh, he's he's been a pretty good challenge competitor. Chances are he's going to win one of the next three uh, immunity necklaces, anyways, and so he should. He if he isn't an idiot, he'll play him for himself the next three and make sure he's in the final six. Uh, And at that point, uh, you know, it's anybody's ball game because you've only got you know two to three, depending on if they're going to do a final two or final three. Um, I got a feeling it looks like a final three to me. Yeah, it does. uh, I think uh, that. Ty, you know, if he was a better strategic player, yeah, I'd say, yeah, maybe he could use his idol for someone else, and he's already done that once this season, uh, but I, I think there is a good chance he's at least around at the final six because of his idols.
0: I just don't think that, like, yeah, he could play his idols or whatever, and he'll get, If you, basically, if you don't play your idol correctly, you don't really get credit for it. Like, yeah, like, people be like, well, wow, that's impressive. He played Idols and back-to-back Tribals, but he didn't need to play them. Like I don't know. I don't know how much credit he's going to get. And like I know you mentioned he, he has played one correctly already, but I just don't think Ty... People don't take Ty seriously enough in a game. Whether that's fair or not, I'm not sure. But uh, I just don't see him ever winning Survivor, so honestly. Like I mean, think about it. The first time you played, he was like so lovable. Everyone thought he was like the nicest guy ever. He made the finals and didn't get one vote. Like Well, it's because was... he
1: screwed over every single person. Yeah, like,
0: <laughs> he's just... I don't know. I, I like Ty, but uh, I well, just his don't his ever.
1: biggest his big mistake um, in in that season to me was not taking uh, the two burly guys who were a bully to everyone else. Yeah, like they so, were the goats, and instead he he because he got his feelings hurt and felt bullied all season. Yeah, see, like seven. I said, he
0: plays too emotionally.
1: Yeah, but I think this season he ha- he has an opportunity to right those wrongs because like I, I've mentioned before already this episode is that he has not, uh, he hasn't done anything wrong really this season.
0: Yeah, you're right. But I just don't think it's going to amount I, to any, any jury votes. Honestly.
1: You know, it's funny cause we, we sit on the couches at home, uh, and we watch these seasons and things like that and watch these episodes play out and we go, Oh man, no one ever uses these advantages correctly or very, it's rare. It's rare that they do. Um, and I think we just forget that this is so much harder in, in reality than it is just to watch it and, and be able to kind of uh, uh, quarterback off the couch. I mean, that's why, you know, Russell Hans, Poverty, uh, you know, Malcolm are considered some of the greats of the games because they have used it, these things correctly. When so many other people either have gone home with them in their pocket, uh, never used it at all, or used them incorrectly.
0: Yeah, that's fair. So, uh, well, you were one more thing about the uh, loved ones visit. We should talk about. Uh, do you think it was the right decision by that group to take Ceree and Sarah? Because when they when it first when they first made those decisions, I'm like, ooh, man, that's you don't want to piss off Michaela. Like she'll play, she could potentially play emotionally and slip on you based on this. And it seemed to me it was pretty dangerous to keep Troy, Sierra, Ty, and Michaela alone at camp because it just takes one more person. And it's probably going to be Brad to make that five the majority.
1: i will tell you, Brad did something earlier in the season that, um, that I hadn't really thought of before in terms of uh, in terms of strategy and it being a, a good strategic decision. Uh, in terms of when he won a challenge, making sure he left members of his alliance at camp, um, so that way it would quell any you know people he trusted. It would quell any chance of uh, of kind of an uprising, though it, it happened anyways, uh, because, you know, all-star seasons are crazy. Um, and I think that's something that, you know, I hadn't necessarily thought of before, but re-watching all these old seasons, you know, I keep mentioning the fact that I just, you know, China, the, the China season um, is one of my favorite seasons, and I just finished watching it, but one of the things that Todd doesn't do very well, the winner of that season, is he keeps getting picked to go on these challenges, and leaving these people angry back at camp um and uh and you know he ends up picking his friends for the for these excursions and he gets picked and um i think you know if i were to ever be on i would want to communicate with whoever cuz you need a partner in these things you can't win these things on your own you can't win this show on your own you need to find somebody you're working with um and then cut their throat at the end of the day <laughs> but uh I, I would I would explain to them like you know one of us needs to stay if one of if we you know we can't both go on these excursions because then there's no control of the camp um, and I think that's something that they kind of forgot to do and it, and it opens up this communication between Ty and Michaela.
0: Yeah, I agree, but it just does seem like everyone is so obsessed with this reward and like no one can like logically sit this one out like i i feel like if i were playing going back to my mom i would i would never try i just feel like this is the one challenge you can't win like you, it's just,
1: no you can't win and like that's the thing like um there's one season and i'm blanking on what uh the the actual name of the season uh but there's one where like uh god i'm trying to remember who did it but like everybody else is like running around and doing stuff and trying because it's you know it's a you know, a tandem challenge with you and your loved one competing at the same time. And everybody's loved ones are like, they're running around, they're yelling at each other, or pulling at each other. And they're like, you know, scream, come on, hurry up, and blah, 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 and all that. And like, then you see there's one, like, there's one oh. pair. And they've just totally said, eh, screw it, I'm going to spend the time with you now.
0: Yeah, I, I totally remember what you're talking about. but I don't remember who it was, but that made me laugh too.
1: Um, and like, to me, that's what I would do.
0: My favorite w- love. I would one.
1: totally, like, you know, if it was me and my wife, I would just sit there and I would talk and kiss with my wife while everybody else screwed around with the damn challenge.
0: Uh, this is Survivor, not a porno. Uh, remember um, in, the, in Heroes vs. Villains... Um, uh, what's his name? Why can't I think of his name? Shit. Uh, the guy from Australia... Colby, Colby Donaldson, yeah. Remember, remember, how mad he got at his brother during that challenge. It was like the funniest thing, and it, like it, it wasn't even his fault.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love when they, I love when they get mad at each other. Colby's <laughs> such a douche, but he's so uh, I don't know. He,
1: he was such a great, uh, he was such a great character, um, and uh, you know, he uh, he hosted one of my favorite reality shows of all time that wasn't Survivor.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah! Some stupid show I never watched. Top shots or whatever the hell it, it was. was
1: right, it was fantastic actually. Um, okay, let's see. I mean, Tribal Council in itself—anything that you really want to talk about? I mean, obviously, uh, at the end of the day, while Amanda, or, uh, well, Amanda, while Sarah uh, uh, kind of entertains the idea of keeping uh, of Sarah around, I think that's a pretty short-lived thought. Uh, and eventually they, they he, she just decides, hey, I'm getting the immunity, or I'm getting the legacy advantage. Um I'm getting rid of one of my uh, you know a big strategic threat uh, within the game. Uh, there there's really no downside for her for getting rid of it. And somehow she still gets willed it. Um, and Sierra leaves thinking that she's still they're still buddies.
0: Yeah, Sarah deserves big credit, I guess. I, I, from, I heard from um, Sierra's exit interview that she thought it was actually Brad who flipped and not Sarah because after Sierra Don Thomas got voted out, she looked back at the group and Brad didn't seem all that upset. Meanwhile, Sarah was putting on like a one-woman show, crying, pretending like she was so devastated and surprised by the vote. So once again, props to Sarah and her acting.
1: Now, maybe you know this, uh, the answer to this question because you're such a kind of in tune with a lot of this stuff. Do the jury members get to hang out um in in Ponderosa after, or are they, oh, they oh, separate yeah, yeah. from no, each other? No,
0: they're uh, it's all they're all together.
1: So when Brad gets voted out, he's gonna be able to tell Sierra that it wasn't him that flipped on it. Oh yeah. So okay. Because uh, I think that'll be that'll make for an interesting yep, final. Yeah, trial. she's gonna
0: be kicking herself, I'm sure, once she finds out that she shouldn't have given the legacy of <laughs> <to> Sarah. <laughs>
1: which uh which is uh, this isn't what do you think about the legacy advantage because i'm not a huge fan of a lot of the extra advantages that they've added in i mean i thought the super idol was ridiculous
0: yes we all hate that
1: Uh, and um i'm not a big fan of the extra vote one because i think it's overblown as a actual advantage for the most part it's rarely used properly or it hasn't been used properly.
0: Yeah, I'm not a fan of the legacy advantage. I don't hate it, but uh, I just feel like at this point in the game, there's probably going to be you know at least one, quite possibly two idols in play already, and then with the legacy advantage, you're guaranteed no matter what that someone will be immune at final six. And in that's addition-
1: my that's my biggest issue with it yeah. is like you could have every single person who gets voted off could have had possession of this, and it's sometimes somehow ends up in someone's lucky hands at the final six
0: well i i kind of agree with you but at the same time it's not really necessarily luck it's about if you create enough bonds with people and you know sarah got that she has a legacy advantage now because she put the time in with sierra and made sierra feel safe so i mean sarah kind of yeah she got lucky a little bit but she kind of earned it at the same time
1: yeah I, i guess all right well, uh, next week we have, well, before we kind of talk briefly about next week, uh, this week, uh, anything else you want to talk about before we, uh, uh, kind of move on to. Yeah. I it? got
0: a, cu- a couple random things. I took notes during the episode, so I got a couple things floating in my mind. Uh, I really like Michaela not flipping, uh, on the Andrea side here and just going with the flow. It just, it keeps a bigger threat, like Andrea still in the game and you know, it doesn't she doesn't piss off her entire alliance. So now, I thought is, that was is, smart.
1: is this because you are in love with Andrea?
0: No, no. This is or is uh,
1: this because to me um, No, this
0: I think it's smart by Michaela because again, like the longer Andrea's in the game, the less likely you're going to get picked off. Like Andrea's always going to be a bigger threat over Michaela and Michaela doesn't piss off her entire alliance by flipping, so she gets the best of both worlds here, I feel like. So I think I was smart but by Michaela. I, I
1: think at some point you also have to do the do the numbers game and realize that you only have a certain amount of time yeah, that's before point. the numbers run out and you can take out these threats. Because it's not like Andrew is the only th- only big strategic threat. You know, there's still Sarah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, depending on how you look at Sari and how she's played, but I don't, I don't think Michaela's really thinking about. Uh, knocking off Sere, I think she wants to go to the end with Suri. Um So I think, I mean, you know, we're now down to eight, and you've got you know three three of those eight who are kind of in the minority in Troy, Zan, Ty, and Brad, two of which have three idols. Um, and yeah, they really need to
0: like coordinate this. Like, if they just talk about it, they'll be able to. I don't flip think anybody tru-
1: anybody trusts uh,
0: each other. I know. Um, well, they're going to have to come up. I mean, th- like at if, some point, they're all going to be desperate, and they're going to have to, I don't know. I just, I kind of hope, uh, as as dangerous as this collaboration would be for, for Andrea's game, I kind of want to see it happen because it would be so entertaining.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, you've
0: got two to
1: three main threats, and if Michaela or anybody else is going to make a move, they need to do it soon. Yeah, you're right. Um... And so uh, that to me is is the issue, and you know here's the other thing. At the end of the day, in these all star seasons, and I've mentioned it on a previous episode before, the jury, while a jury may be bitter. That's usually bitterness. Usually, doesn't
0: decide who wins
1: all star seasons. Yeah,
0: All-Star it's more Se- of like a it's more of a new players thing. Yeah, I,
1: think. I mean, returning players have an appreciation for the game. Now, Debbie may be completely bitter. And I'm sure she will, but she's insane. But I think that everybody else on the jury is going to pick who they feel played the played the best throughout the season. They're not going to pick their buddy. They're not going to pick. Um, they're not going to pick the person they're pissed at, uh, or the vote against the person they're pissed at. They're gonna they're gonna vote for the best player. And you're running out of time to make moves. You know, I feel like I feel like these All Star seasons, everybody's trying to make moves, and they, they end up doing it too early. Um, a la Zeke, for instance. Uh, and and you know and they they want to you know they want to be known so bad for making these big moves that they make big mistakes early on. But this is the time. This is go time, and this is the time you need to make these moves in order to one have it be fresh in the mind of the jury that you made these moves, and two still have time to do it because at some point the the you know you're gonna see real lines drawn and, you know, people, you know, are going to figure out who the final, you know, six and final five are, and you don't want to be left on the outside looking into that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, I agree with you, but uh, I guess talking about whether Michaela made the right move or not here is irrelevant because she can't win the game. Let's be realistic. No no one, for some reason, like, no if, one likes her. If
1: no one likes her, but that won't play into it if she dominates the end of the game, and that's what I mean. I mean, who'd she, she'd have, to she
0: have to sit against to, but to win this game? I mean, I don't think there's any... She'd have to sit with Ty and to Have any chance? I mean, if you know, coming
1: into this episode, nine people left. Okay, if she's responsible for taking out the final six uh, people before the final three, she wins the game, right? Even if people don't like her, if <laughs> she, if she, if she's, if she's the person that takes out everybody, you know, and in in Masterminds, it then she's the winner. You know, I know people don't like her, but you're you're still thinking of you know usual Survivor game. This isn't a usual Survivor game. This is an All Star season. People are going to pick the person they think is the best player, uh, and if she can outmaneuver everybody to the end um, and not be a goat and not be a tag along, then I think she has a real shot to win. But you got to start making moves now. You you know, and she missed a golden opportunity to start that.
0: All right, a couple other things. Uh, if Brad doesn't win immunity. Do you think Brad goes home, or do you think Andrea ends up going home? You know, I mean,
1: I think it's a real toss-up here.
0: Uh, okay, because- I guess Sierra's on the table, too. I guess maybe things would have still been the same. Maybe Sarah would have still tried to get Sierra out. I think a
1: lot of people will be on the table. Um, and But I think, I think Brad is enemy number one. One, he's in the minority, and he's the only person in the minority that doesn't have an immunity idol hidden somewhere. Um, and two, he is such a, he's such a good, uh, physical threat. Uh, but as much as Brad was an early favorite in term, uh, in terms of his, strate- from a strategic standpoint, early in the game, uh, his game has fallen apart because of the people around him.
0: Uh, it was so, like, Andrea was so close to being gone here. Like, if Sarah, if Sierra doesn't make that mistake and tell Sarah all about the legacy advantage, I think Michaela and Ty end up voting Andrea
1: well, I mean, really, of the eight people less, five of them have been really, really close at one point to going home. Yeah. I and mean, Troyzan was on the the mini tribe with with no allies. Brad has been dodging bullets here recently. Uh, everybody wanted to get rid of Michaela at one point. Ty was an early target, and Andrew has almost gone home a couple times.
0: Speaking of Michaela, you know what the crazy thing is? So when Sarah. Right before travel, Sarah pulls Michaela aside and talks about how Sierra has an advantage and that's why they need to get her out. I, it seemed to me that Michaela didn't even know what the legacy advantage was, which is crazy because she played the last season where the legacy advantage was introduced. Now, I know she got voted out before the merge and she didn't get to watch her season before she jumped to play this one, but how is that possible? Did she not talk to anyone after her season She might not have. I mean, she she strikes me
1: as one of these people that probably, and I think we don't realize, you know, one of the things I've been following people on Twitter and reading some Reddit, AMAs and stuff like that with with former Survivor people, Um, a lot of them don't talk to each other after these things. Like, they have one or two core people from their seasons that they really like, Um, but they don't really, you know, they don't really get into this, there's no real Survivor, or there isn't a huge Survivor brotherhood for a lot of these people.
0: I don't know about that. Maybe not for her because no one seems to like her but I mean this
1: is this is from multiple people's mouths and you know like usually you connect with a couple different people you, you're friends with those people for life, but a lot of people just fade away and don't really want you know I um, and for Michaela, someone who uh, one is a little volatile to begin with in terms of her personality, uh, but two, the way she was booted out may have made her a little bit bitter.
0: All right, jaded two, towards the other people yeah two, two other quick things uh, I loved I love ceri's son's face when she told them where to go to the bathroom <laughs> like how did he not know that's like it's survivor your mom played like 87 times how do you not know that you know <laughs> take dump in the woods or in the water that was funny which is
1: funny to me because like I mean you know I, I grew up in a major city I grew up in Washington DC and um and you know he's obviously a, a kind of from an urban area uh in in a major city as well so i you know you're not used to like going off to the bushes and to taking a piss um but yeah i mean to me it was it was it was pretty funny cuz it's like yeah obviously they, there's no like porta potties just sitting around for these people
0: yes and uh, the last thing i feel like i know this is like all right let's say i'm a, i'm playing survivor and i'm in the individual immunity portion and if i lose the challenge this Immediately after I lose, I'm not going to be frustrated and kick something like Michaela. I'm going to look at the other tribe mates who are already out to see their facial reactions because I could. I feel like you can see where you stand in the game by everyone's faces after you get eliminated. Like when Andrew got, uh, like, lost the challenge, you could see immediately Sierra was smiling, so you know Sierra wants you out. And then like, I don't know. I just feel like there's so many times if you just look immediately at the group, you can see where you stand.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I think you know. Uh, it's really funny to me, uh, because, um, gotta keep referencing the the China season, but it's just fresh in my mind. Um, you know, there's so many times where people weren't picked for rewards and stuff like that. And like, you could see just the anger and like, like how pissed off people were and like how a huge insult that you didn't take me on a reward was, um, and like people never like really realize that. You know, it may be a benefit not to go on some of these rewards, and it's definitely a benefit not to win some of these rewards. Yes, uh, because you don't want to be the person who is is responsible for making these decisions. Uh, I think I mentioned to you one of my strate- one of my uh, strategies if I was uh, to be on the show would be to kind of punt a lot of the reward challenges.
0: Well, you know, you probably wouldn't win any challenges anyway, buddy.
1: Wow, that that was mean. I definitely wouldn't win any of the ones that involve memory. <laughs> but all right well i think that oh no let's talk about next week real quick uh it, it appears uh that we have a a double episode coming up or at least a double elimination episode yeah
0: I, I, it's gotta be there's no i don't think we've ever had a, a time where it's seven people were still alive when the finale aired so considering next week's the finale they got to get down to six so yeah i think it's going to be a, a double boot
1: yeah, so who are you thinking, are the two that are on the chopping block? Is it Andrea and Brad for you? Yeah, I
0: do think those are the two biggest, you know, the most likely people to go. I, it's still incredible to me that Seri has never got a vote, has never been talked about. Like, have these people not watched Survivor? I don't get it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think Seri is fo- uh, kind of flying a little bit under the radar, and if she can take out Andrea... Uh, and Sarah, before the final, she's got a real shot at winning this. Um, obviously, I think Andrea and, uh, and Sarah have kind of a leg up on the rest of the field in terms of being the favorites to win this season. Um, I'm just wondering if Aubrey is actually going to play at any point.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I just I think she tries to play. She's just never really... So the, she hasn't been in the numbers a whole lot this season, but she's just not getting a lot of airtime. Like It's kind of like Trojan. Like, Trojan and Aubrey get no airtime. so it just seems to me that they have no chance of winning because if they did win, they'd get way more screen time than they've been getting. So, I mean, it, just, no, it I does Oh, we were
1: saying the same thing a couple weeks ago about Sarah. So, hmm. I mean, we could... I, mean, I wasn't.
0: I mean, she wasn't getting a huge amount of screen time, but she was, like, getting some stuff that... Sarah
1: was... I, uh, until the merge, Sarah was getting absolutely no airtime.
0: time. Um, I, I don't know about that. I feel like I've always thought that Sarah had a chance to win this game based on the amount of screen time she was getting. So Someone
1: go back and listen to these episodes. Eli's no mom. E- e- Eli's <laughs> yeah. mom, go back and listen yeah. to the episodes. No, I think mean, she's probably done with the podcast after yeah, this. Yeah, she didn't make it past uh, to the 30th minute. She probably won't s- return said, my phone call. Yeah, you said you didn't love her anymore. That's not what I said. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's like a direct quote. No. No. <laughs> If I saw my mom, I would show no emotion whatsoever because I, I have no feelings. or. Something. I'd give her a hug. I, I just wouldn't be
0: bawling my eyes out.
1: You sure you wouldn't give her a firm handshake, Eli?
0: I'm pretty sure, yes. Oh, I don't okay. give fir- firm handshakes. They get very meek, weak handshakes. <laughs> All
1: right. On that note, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, we appreciate everybody listening. If you give us a five-star review on iTunes, it really, really helps us out. We've got a number of them so far, I think eight or nine. Uh, and it's uh, it, it definitely helps attract people to come listen to it. Uh, once again, Jeff Probst, I know you're listening. Please have me on next season uh, of Survivor. I've actually going. Shameless. I'm actually going to be recording my first ever Survivor uh, audition tape uh, uh, here uh, shortly. Please,
0: please send me that.
1: Yeah, I, I will. Um, and I uh, I'm wondering, what do you think? Like, do, should I trim my beard a little bit, or should I go with the, like? Because ex- right now I'm extremely shaggy.
0: Nah, beards are in, baby. You got to, you got to keep that shit.
1: Like here, I'll, I'll, t- I'll turn on my video real quick. Oh, please, I uh, don't want to see this for for you. Um, and you can kind of see, uh, how shaggy I am.
0: Nah, you don't, you don't, don't uh, keep it. That's that's you. Like you, you're the beard guy. So yeah. you, you got to roll with it.
1: All right. Do you think I need to dye it a little bit, or is the gray okay?
0: No, you're fine. All right, all right. They uh, like old people.
1: So I'll, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I'll record that this week, um, and we can talk about uh, m- my my strategy in trying to get that on there uh, for the next uh, f- uh, during the next episode. But we will have a lot to talk about. Um, you can reach Eli on Twitter at EliFWFB. Reach me on Twitter at Justin Mason F-W-F-B. Email me or the show Friends of Fantasy Benefits at gmail.com. And like I said, the five star reviews really help helps us out. Please uh, keep those coming, and uh, we uh, th- I think
0: the best we can hope for is my mom giving us four stars.
1: Well, Miss Rosenswake, Rosenzweig, um, please once again not her name. <laughs> please, please uh, give us uh, give us a five star review. If right? you
0: think my mom knows how to go on iTunes and give reviews for anything, you're sadly mistaken. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I'm looking forward to meeting your mom and giving her a hug. Uh, you know, because obviously her son just doesn't love her enough. So
0: well, she's got other. She's got three other kids for that, so don't worry about it. Oh, well, that's
1: good at least. All right, on that note, uh, for Eli and myself, thank you for listening. We will talk to you in a few days.